Well, hello, I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And, and this, this is Married to Hollywood. Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly about being married to each other and the industry. The wire almost fell. That was oh, that sound. Oh, okay. <laughs> I moved a brush and a wire almost fell, and he looked at me, and that was the sound you guys just heard. How you doing? I'm fine. I'm just tired and ready to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, today was a it was a longer day today. How was your week overall, though? Um, week overall has been pretty good. Um, bounced back to near full health. Had a really cool um, uh, outing with my real estate group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about that. What did you guys do? Went to a ropes climbing course in Sandy Spring, Maryland. Um, got to really just tucker myself out doing some really fun, you know, rigged climbing stuff. Got to jump off. I think it was probably like. I gotta say, at least 50, 60 feet in the air. Yeah, um, no, the, you were really high. Those videos then, were amazing. It was, it was really fun. You're a little bruised. I'm very bruised. Yeah. Cover myself in some arnica and yeah. get another good night's rest. Yeah, but How I'm glad you, you guys had fun. Good, good. It was just, it was, a, it was a more emotional week. I mean, especially today, but just an emotional week with everything that's going on and coming up. Um, 31 weeks on, yeah. on Friday. It's just, it's just getting. Ooh, but more importantly, Friday's your birthday. I don't know how important that is, but thank you. It's very important. It's a big birthday. Uh, okay. It's exciting. Thanks. No, 35 is a big one. Okay. And tomorrow night, uh, mom and dad are watching Lila so we can actually go out for our anniversary from yeah. two weeks ago that we couldn't do because she was sick. So we have to figure that out. And my mom, she had made a comment of like, you guys could double it, do, you know, do it together for like your anniversary and Jason's birthday. And I just kind of looked at her and she went, no, you can you can take another night next oh, week and go okay, for your, his great. birthday. And I was like, thank you. Yes, I'd like to sep- glad we you know, got separate permission. that. <laughs> glad we got permission. <laughs> and celebrate his birthday on another another occasion. Because it's it's important. I know you're not the biggest birthday person and I'm not no. gonna do anything. There was one time years ago, and I only did I only had like six people there. I really only had your best I friends think there. There was like four people in us. And that's six. Four people in us is six. And well, you didn't have six people there. Well, there you, were, you there were, had there four were six people there. People there. I, it was just a, a lovely surprise birthday dinner. And he was so uncomfortable the whole time. I felt horrible. I was like, note to self. Yeah, don't, 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 don't do ever that. surprise me with <laughs> don't, anything. Don't do that again. Well, it's not true. Some surprises are good. But Some surprises are good. Anything, anything birthday. Generally. He doesn't like when people sing at restaurants. He doesn't like, you know, I anything like, like that. don't like attention on me. Nope. nope. For things that nope. everybody can do. And if you just, you know, it's still important to care. celebrate your birthday, though. Look, if you take good care of yourself and you um, do everything you can possibly, you still might not make it another year. So I guess you know another year around the sun is is a, an achievement. But at the same time, I I don't think it's an achievement. So I'd rather be celebrated for my achievements. I understand that. There's just there's something be, about I can birthdays. Be, I don't love I don't love focus on me either. But birthdays, but it's, like nice, c- it's nice to have celebrating you know, celebrating birthdays. our anniversary. That's an achievement. Celebrating mm-hmm. birthdays of our children. Those are achievements. Celebrating the birth of our children. Those are achievements. Mother's Day, Father's Day. Those are active things that we proactively do to um, make life meaningful. Um, having another birthday. Well, I think birthdays fall into that category. I do. That, I think your birthday falls into that category for me. Yeah. I don't think my birthday falls into that category That's for funny because I do. I feel very similarly. I, I'm much more about making your birthday special 
then yeah, you never make your birthday special. I know you're terrible at helping. I me do that. love planning other people's birthdays and I, I fall short on mine. Yeah. So I, I get it, but I'm not like, I'm averse. Don't do my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, he's I'm, like, don't do my birthday. I'm the opposite of your grandfather. You are the yes. polar opposite. Birthdays are a week apart. August 27th yeah. is coming up. Well, and August 27th is also Rob Santiago's birthday. It is. The Robert Santi. It is indeed. Yeah. It is indeed. But no, the rest of the week was good. Lila is a handful and a joy all at the same time. Yes. She is really, really getting a hold of this potty training thing. I'm very proud of her. School starts in 10 days. So we have 10 days. The press is on. To do this. <laughs> and it's, it's going well, but it, it's... it's uh, it's a process. I mean, any any parent who who has been through it, you you understand what we mean. Yeah, it's a process, but she's been amazing. And I just got a text uh, this evening while Jason was putting Lila down that um, one of the moms in her class, because I saw her roster, and there are nine kids in her mm-hmm. in her little preschool class that's about to start, and she is organizing with the five girls if we're all interested a little dance class in their driveway That's adorable. on either Wednesday or Thursdays after school to be like six or eight weeks. And I was like, Until it gets too oh cold my gosh, and too wet. yes. And so that'll be really, That's really cute. sweet just for the girls to get to know each other, for the moms to get to know each other yeah. a little bit, um, which will be, which will be really nice. And I'm teaching through September, but then I am, that's when I'm starting your maternity, maternity leave. Uh, my nine-year-old student today, we were in the middle of our lesson and she goes, I'm really happy and really sad at the same time. And I said, what? She said, we only have five more lessons until you're going on your mommy break. And I'm, I'm going I'm to miss you. And I thought that was so sweet. She goes, but I'm really happy because you're having a baby. And I was like, that is, <laughs> was so just sweet. so sweet. But it, it's true. Very mature like, for a kid her age. But she just, is. I, I love when I hear... Because I, I sometimes get to eavesdrop on that particular session. Yeah, you got to hear it a little and today. And she's very talented. She is. She um, has a real raw potential. But we, it's also we have fun. hilarious to hear when she gets super distracted. It cracks me up. I, I, I think I told you, what, like six months ago, I went, sometimes it feels like I'm just babysitting her over a screen. I mean, sometimes you are. And then sometimes we really get work done and I'm able to work on her technique and teach her something. But well, it's very hard to do this I, with children I, via well, Zoom. Just parallel that to your adult, <laughs> adult, your adult clients. Yeah. How often do your sessions turn into just kind of like therapy. therapy? Yeah. No, it's like half and half. Yeah. So that's adult babysitting is that, therapy. That's true. That's, that's what true. adult babysitting is. But at least the therapy... But the adults have to do with the songs and what we're talking about, and then it'll go off from there. Yeah. I mean, once in a while, it really is just I need to talk, and I'm their therapist for an hour. So I guess that's true. That is, that is, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> I also received a beautiful testimonial from a former student of mine today that just warmed my heart. I worked with her all through high school. We, we worked together for about four years. And How is she? She's great. And she said, I'm so sorry it took me so long to get this to you. And what she wrote, it was it just it it choked me up. She really did write a beautiful, beautiful testimonial. And now she's, you know, thriving and in college and good. Uh, yeah. So it just it it makes me makes me smile. Makes me good. smile. Yeah. So that was that was good. That was good. We watched okay. We're making our way through season two of Never, of Have, Never I Have I Ever. Yeah, Mindy Kaling's show. Which I really actually liked the episode we were watching last night. We didn't yeah. finish the episode, but we... Our friend Utkarsh and Bukhtar's on it. Yes, he's, he's doing a great job. Awesome, adorsing him on it. He's yes. great. 
uh, Jason was saying with this season, because we love the first season. We're yeah, liking the, the second season. season. Uh, last Yesterday's episode was, I was like, okay, it's getting back on track. Back on track. I don't know. Um, it's an incredibly well-written show. It and really Incredibly is. well-acted. I know it's incredibly well-written and incredibly well-acted because yeah. I hate the lead character for being a teenager. Yeah. And this she's, season, and she's, she's just a teenager. not as likable. As and, the first season. Yeah. And uh, like most teenagers, she got a little bit of clout and a mm-hmm. little bit of popularity and notoriety. Mm-hmm. And as a result, uh, she became kind of a, a D-bag. <laughs> and yeah. um, it, she's incredibly well acted and incredible. Why I don't, I'm going to pull up the actress's name. I know I'm blanking on her um, name too. Just, can you shame, shame, shame. But all of the supporting cast, they, they work together so well as an ensemble. Her mother, the two best friends, the... The the hot ex boyfriend the the, the geeky best friend oh, this boyfriend ex boyfriend this is gonna be fun you're gonna uh, butcher her name oh terribly <laughs> uh, my Trey Ramakrishnan actually the last name is much easier my Trey I don't want to I just call her my I don't think that's right but, but didn't they find her from like a nationwide search oh, this yeah. was her first oh, yeah, this, this is was her, her first this is her yeah this first is her credit breakout, breakout she's, and she, she's fantastic she is. She really is. Very talented. Actually, I would say all of the teenage actors. They are. Uh, Ramona Young, not a teenage actor. No, but she's, uh, she's but playing she one. Looks very <laughs> she still young. looks very She still looks like a teen. She's doing a great job. Ramona and Jason used to be roughed by the same manager, so it's pretty fun to see <laughs> hilarious. her Her, her growth and her, yeah, she's amazing. When she showed up on Santa Clarita Diet, Jason and I were both like, wait, what? That's hey, Ram- Wait. Hey, Ramona. Hi, Ramona. And then we saw her on this and went, wait, what? Yeah. And I loved the... Uh, I love the third best friend too, and her storyline. Yeah, she's great. She's fantastic. So it's it's really enjoyable. We're having a good time with it. We started watching, and then unfortunately, I fell asleep because I was just too tired. But I'm going to rewatch it. Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. Yes. What I saw of it, I loved. It was really good. You really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Did it sustain it. through the whole thing? It did. Um, That's exciting. I'll have to. And it was check funny because, like, I watched it. It reminded me a lot of. Um, like the height of action movies, mm-hmm. like the mid eighties to early nineties mm-hmm. when they were just kind of like dumb action movies. <laughs> um, it's a really well-made dumb action movie. Yeah. Uh, really. Yeah. Everybody who's in it is great. Um, it got me on a little bit of a dumb action movie kick. And then I watched. Yeah. What were you watching last night? I you watched said? A Bruce Willis. Well, no, I watched Rambo last blood, which is. Um, yes, you did. I came to bed after a shower. You had already fallen asleep and I saw Stallone on your screen. And I was like, which one? Is yeah. Watching? I watched. So that's the last <laughs> Rambo movie. And then I watched How a recent, uh, really good. Really? Really good. I mean, no again, way. dumb action movie. Okay. Uh, dealing with a lot of the themes that it kind of, doesn't really deal with, but mm-hmm. it kind of like puts them in there to make you feel things. Yes. Um, and the like human trafficking, um, sex work, drug addiction, cartels, uh, all kinds of stuff. But it's like a really, I think it's a really nice bookend for the First Blood Rambo series, um, considering how often to the weeds it got with Rambo 2 and 3. Mm. Um, Originally, in the original script for First Blood, Rambo was supposed to die at the end. Oh. And so the the journey that the character went on to kind of end up with that same type of catharsis Mm -hmm. really only happens in the first movie and the last movie. Maybe the, the one that happened just before this one is like, Rambo 2017 or whatever it was when he went back to Vietnam or back to Southeast Asia. Um, 
but I watched that and I was like, oh, I'm on a little bit of a kick even more now. I'm going to watch a dumb Bruce Willis action movie. Yeah, which one was it? Breach. Breach. Oh my God, it is awful. It's really not good. Like, not even like, <laughs> it's not watch. It's not watchable. Is this a, a new, I don't even know. It is I think it it's new? a 2020 or 2021 okay, release so it is new. for Amazon Prime. Um, Bruce Willis is second build behind. Who's first build? Um, I'll tell you, I don't know who the actor is. I'm going to pull him up and go, oh, he's been in that, and I'm going to be surprised. <laughs> but it's um, 2021. The lead cast, is his name is Cody Kersley, is the actor. Do we know him from anything? Cody. Cody Kersley. His breakout role, I'm guessing, is on Riverdale, because that's one of the bigger oh, things he's on. He's a Riverdale guy. I've never watched Riverdale. Um, who does he play on Riverdale? Let's scroll down. He plays, wait for it, wait for it, Moose Mason, I guess. Moose Mason. He's in 28 episodes, so it's a, okay. he's a relatively, and he has a, he has a series leaker. regular on Daybreak on, um, it was a Netflix TV series. He's awful. Oh, no, he's really? He's a terrible actor. Oh. Or, or, I mean, and this is probably his first lead of a film. Yeah. He shouldn't have a career. Oh, no. It was um, that bad? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, and... and uh, and Thomas Jane is in this movie, and I, good for Thomas Jane. I hope he got paid. Yeah. He's in the movie for two, three scenes. Oh, wow. Um, and he's Thomas Jane, but it's like he's just being Thomas Jane, yeah. which is a shame because he's a really good actor. And Bruce Willis, um, it's... Was he really phoning it in, or... It's it's not... Is the, the script bad, or it's just the whole thing? All right. <sighs> <laughs> have you ever seen, have you seen the original Alien movie? A long, long time ago. All right, ago. so the original I, I, Alien movie, the yeah. premise is not knowing what they're doing, they end up with a, um, they xenomorph on the ship, the xenomorph starts picking off the whole crew one by one until eventually it's just the xenomorph versus Ripley at the end. Um, it's a really bad summary of the movie, but you get my point. <laughs> yes. Um, so this one is, Earth is dying. There's a colony on a place called Earth 2. This is the last ship with the last refugees from Earth. Um, 300,000 souls on the ship, uh, leaving the 13 billion remaining people on Earth for Earth to die. Because Earth's dying. There's only, there's only so many people that could go. It's only so many people go. Apparently, there's like a revolution that's kind of touched upon in the first act first moments of the film. On the planet? On Earth's planet. Like to try to get on the ship? Yeah, to or? try because they're like, you're abandoning us, you're letting us all die. Why, like, this is not fair. And so I get that's the... Uh, spoiler alert, I'm about to ruin the movie Breach, which, by yeah, the way, is fine. awful. Don't watch it. <laughs> um, don't watch it on Amazon Prime. Don't watch this movie. Do so, not, so you're don't, saying don't waste your time no, and don't I'm watch saying, this I'm movie. I'm also saying don't, like support, don't support the filmmakers. Okay. I'm, like, I'm saying this from a... Like, if it you, was that bad, if you can afford Bruce Willis, that means you have millions of dollars. Yeah, if you have millions of dollars to make a movie and you make this crap, shame on you, kind of a sh- thing. Shame on you. You shouldn't be making art. You shouldn't oh, wow. be making film. Wow. You should go to. You should take that money and go to a film school. Okay, now from a <laughs> producer's point of view. Mm-hmm. Do you think on paper the script was good? Because that happens no. 90% of the time no. and then it doesn't translate. No. 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 Wow. Uh, I don't okay. know. Uh, I feel bad for the actors who aren't the two leads of the film and Thomas Jane. Because mm-hmm. like, I feel like they're all in different movies. 
um, some people are in like a zombie flick and they're like really engaged and really killing it. Uh, this one dude, I think he screams every one of his lines and he's got too many lines for all of them to be screamed. Okay. And he's supposed to be like the tough military guy who's in charge of the ship when the captain's not there. And he literally is just shouting all of his <laughs> lines. But he's got a really high pitched <laughs> shout. Oh no. So it's like he's really loud, but then in a register where you're like, I can't quite understand what you're understand saying. Understand what you're saying. Oh no. And don't understand how anybody in the room who's supposed to understand what you're oh, saying no. is understanding. Then there's like a bunch of weird stuff. Like they do um a, uh, they do an autopsy on somebody who's killed by the alien thing. And the person is using, um, I mean, thankfully, because of COVID, I now know that she's using a completely BS mask and she's using like um, rubber dish gloves to dissect somebody who is exhibited zombie, if not alien behavior, no face shield, no any kind of actual meaningful protective equipment. And you're like, okay, they're also on a spaceship firing guns. Um, Never a good idea. You just generally don't want to fire guns inside of a pressurized environment where the vacuum of space is outside. Yeah, that's bad. Also, all of the gun flare, um, the muzzle flare for all of the guns was done in post. Oh, no. Um, So it's all the same color white um, muzzle flare. Oh, um, And it's like they're shaking a gun and they're putting the muzzle flare in post. So it's like, like if I was on that set, I would have to remind myself not to do the Foley. Wow. That's how bad it was. Um, wow. And then there's like random lasers in it that are introduced in the third act. For lasers? The f- and then, and then the alien blob turns itself kind of into a giant John Carpenter's thing and starts lumbering its way down the hallway after people. Um, it makes no sense. That makes no sense. In, in, in the, f- the end of the movie, which is... Setting up a sequel, mm-hmm. they land on Earth 2, and it turns out there's a giant, one of these beasts already there. Oh, no. So. So the planet's already. Done. Oh, boy. And so our our main character and our main girl, who's the final girl who has been absent for the film because she was in cryosleep, they're the new Adam and Eve, uh, which is like, I get where they're going with it. Yeah. Like. A theme throughout the movie that they constantly touch upon is, um, do we even deserve a new planet? We ruined the one we first had. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I mean, uh, if this is as smart as the people are who are going, no. Like, we're we're screwed as a species. It's just like, it's bad. It's just Um, bad. the uh, The main character's name is Noah, which could have been a really cool way to make an allusion to something biblical yeah. and use that for some storytelling purpose. And they didn't. No. No. Why... Why would you do something smart like that? It's just <laughs> bad. You really hated this movie. Um, well, I fell asleep the first time while trying to watch it, and I was like, you know what? It only has like two and a half stars on Amazon Prime, but maybe... Maybe I just didn't get to the fun. You're like, I'm going to give it another chance. It's 90 minutes, and it feels like five hours. Oh, no. That's the worst. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the sets are ter- The sets are terrible. The costumes are terrible. The dialogue is awful. The acting is uh, abhorrent. Some of the makeup, the makeup's good. Makeup's good. Okay. Uh, the special effects are 1998 sci-fi channel, sci-like. Okay. Like, bad. 
Like, okay. yeah, you, they might as well have been using claymation. Wow. Like the Xena Warrior Princess Her- Legend of Hercules TV shows, mm-hmm. higher quality special effects. Like wow. m- Mighty Morphing Power Rangers, like level. Wow. And you're just like, really? We, we could afford Bruce Willis, who is like, I think he's a million dollars a week. He probably shot that out in a week. Is that what he is? A million a week? He's at least a million. He shot, he shot G.I. Joe Redemption, and that was already, what, five, six years ago? Ten, no, no, even more than Longer. That, longer than that. And he, it was five million for him for, to do the week. Wow. And he wouldn't go to location. He had to shoot it on a soundstage in L.A. Wow. He's just, um, and as a family, we have our own history with Bruce Willis trying to be involved in projects. Yes, but it's true. It's a, uh, or trying to get him involved and him not, his team not letting him get involved. But, um, taking a different project, pulling out after saying he would, and then yeah. the whole project fell apart. Well, um, good. I, I don't, if that's the kind of work he's doing these days. Yeah. Um, Bruce, if for some reason you ever end up wa- listening to this podcast, and I have met you, and you've not been the most nice human being in the world, um, pick better work, man. You're an iconic actor from 30 years ago. Remember that. Your last great movie was what, Sixth Sense or Armageddon, so that's 20 years ago? Yeah, Sixth Sense and Armageddon were both so, fantastic. So, like, re- remember, you still got to do the work. Just because you're Bruce Willis doesn't mean you get to just, like, cash in. That's true. Um, yeah. Aww. Those just kind of like, ugh. Sally. You enjoying any TV shows? I'm really enjoying The Bold Type. Cool. I'm really, glad. really enjoying it. Um, that's what I've been watching when I've been going to sleep. And then if I have trouble sleeping at night, I'll watch another episode. And I'm about halfway through season four. I'm not sure if season four is the end or if they got a fifth season. <laughs> um but I hope they have a little bit more because I really am enjoying it. It's poignant. It's fun. It's silly. It's real. They really tackle some big issues you're not expecting because you just think, oh, it's a freeform show with three best friends. Like, what could they possibly do? And they really do go there on certain political issues, feminine health issues, marriage and relationship issues, they really do dig in, which is... Is it deserving of an allegory to something like Sex in the City or is it entirely mm -hmm. a different... Totally different. Cool. You think it's going to be more like a Sex in the City with these best friends and they all work together at this magazine, but then it goes much more into life, what's important. It's not as superficial as you'd think. It's not. Cool. And I thought it was just going to be like a fun, silly... The fluff TV show. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. There really is. And I've been hearing things about it the last few years, but I never watched it. I'm so, I'm really glad I am. And I'm glad I, I picked this one to, to watch. Um, episode, it's really episode two of What If from Marvel Studios is out today on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's in four episodes this season. I think it's the last work of Chadwick Boseman's life. Oh, uh, It's my really amazing to hear him voice T'Challa wow. again. Um, yeah. There's a tribute at oh. the end of each episode he's in. Um and it's like, I'm going to get... Emotional. Yeah. To think what could have been yeah. with him. And it's so, like, uh, it's it's interesting because when he when he passed, um, I didn't realize how iconic he was already. Yeah. Because I thought it was like, oh, man, he was on the way to being an icon. And the longer yeah, I look at his was. filmography and the longer and uh, more and more I re 
just rewatch the stuff that he worked on. I realized, like, oh my god, no, no, he already was. He was an icon, and we are yeah. lucky to have had him for the time had him. We had. He was forty-two, right? Young, so young, and we honestly nothing. Nothing is sadder than um, unfulfilled promise. Yeah, and it's crazy to think, as big as he was already, the best what was ahead of him yeah. in his career. I remember when I saw him as Jackie Robinson. I remember being like, "Who is that?" Because I didn't, I didn't know yeah. who he was yet. That was kind of one of his big that was his breakout breakout, breakout film moments. Yeah, I was like. That's someone to watch. My goodness, who is that? And then to see what he did yeah. and where he was going for it to then be cut short like that. It's a, because of it was colon cancer, wasn't it? Uh, I believe so. Ugh. And he, so sad. Yeah. And um, it's a really, uh, for those of you that um, consume it, I'm sorry, I'm about to spoil the episode. Um, but it's uh, it, as opposed to if Peter Quill was picked up by Yondu and the Ravagers, if they picked up. Um, Young T'Challa instead. Oh, wow. Because as opposed to going and doing it himself, <laughs> Yondu like subs out the people to go pick up the kid that Ego sends them to. Okay. So they pick up the wrong kid and he's like, you're telling me this kid looks like this kid? And he shows a digital <laughs> version of, of what Peter Quill, of Peter Quill looked like, like as a kid. And the, and the people in the ship are like, I don't know. They uh-huh. all look the same. But humans all look the same to us. Yeah. You said two, two eye holes, two ear holes, and one, one eat hole. He's got all those. And he got those, so we picked him up. And... <laughs> That's actually very funny. And by virtue of T'Challa just being who T'Challa was, Thanos ends up on his team. Like, it's oh, like... Interesting. He reformed Thanos by having a like conversation. I feel I would enjoy this what-if show. It's really cool. Yeah. It seems, I would it seems like one that I would, I would enjoy. And the thing is, that's really cool about it because it's a cartoon and they know it skews younger because it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um they don't do the normal because I feel like a lot of Marvel it's things have fluff. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Hmm. Cartoon. Um, you can't do all these things. In, um, live action. Live action. <laughs> if you did all these things live action, you'd be talking about like a $10 million budget An episode. per episode Yeah, for the episode, let alone the talent. Right. Cause Josh Brolin voices Thanos. Right. Uh, Gar- uh not you, uh, Benicio del Toro voices the collector again. Mm-hmm. Like these people are back for They're this. They're back for it. And it's good. That's great. It's really I wonder good. if they just take Neo they probably scale. just take scale. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's so Pardon fun. Me. But it's um it's excellent. If you're not watching What If on Disney Plus, watch it. Um it's it's a good time. It's a really good time and it, it tugs at all the right places. Aww. It's a really fun cartoon. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I like that. Random, random thought. It just popped into my head. What's up? I'd love to know what everyone everyone's thought is on this. Hulu and paying could be ad-free. This is something that you and I have <laughs> talked about for such a long time and we haven't. Mm-hmm. Should we? Do you think it's worth it? Um, we always go back and forth on it. My thing about it is, now, if we pay to be ad-free, let's say the whole world pays to be ad-free on Hulu, because of Hulu's marketing and financial model, mm-hmm. does would it eventually cripple them as a network? Because Hulu isn't Hulu now owned by Disney? Is Hulu owned by Disney? I'm pretty sure Hulu's owned by Disney. So really? that argument that I would have made... Did not know that. Well, when Hulu acquired, or when Disney acquired all of Fox's television properties, mm-hmm. 
think they acquired their share. Their share of Hulu? Of Hulu. And since ABC already had a share of Hulu. Yeah. And, oh, and, a- and, and Disney, Disney owns, owns ABC. ABC. I believe that gave huh. Disney a controlling interest. I, le- I was going to say Hulu, at least a majority share. Yeah. Which wow. means that Hulu will never run out of money, which means we, I guess, can now. Buy the ad free Go if we wanted free. to. Because the argument before was the actors and cutting their thing, but then, yeah. but since there's just buyouts, you don't you don't nope. get those residuals anymore anyway. It doesn't affect the actors. Nope. Yeah, which is uh, cuts both ways. Disney man, the, Disney. The studio. Speaking of Disney yeah. and Scarlett Johansson suing and that oh, whole we thing, we haven't even talked about that, have we? Oh, we 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 very briefly touched upon it because we didn't know very much about it, but she sued because. There was a contractual thing that said that they would not release yeah. Black Widow yeah. streaming at the uh-huh. same time, and then they wound up releasing same day, and so she's lost millions on the back end 50. because of her uh, of uh, fifty million of her. Well, uh, that's not an, an official figure; that's kind of like a guesstimate. Um, but had but it, yes, on the back it, end because of all that, like yes. the the way that um, Robert Downey Jr. made the millions upon millions upon millions as Tony Stark. There was a similar deal for the back end with Scarlet with this. Um, and it is moving forward. I believe it. they're not settling. They are moving forward. However, two days ago, it was announced that she and Colin Jost are expecting their first child together. Congratulations, And today it was announced she delivered. The whole thing was done. This whole pregnancy was kept under wraps. I mean, I guess when you're in the middle of a pandemic, it's different. Yeah. But she started this whole thing and was like, we're going to go, we're going to sue, we're going to go to trial, and then had a baby. And I'm like, you are... Incredible. Yeah. Um, so congratulations to, to them. You know, she, Is her first, second? It's her second. She co-parents little baby Rose with okay. her ex-husband. It's like I thought this was her second. But it's Colin's first. Congratulations, and, Mr. And Jost. And they are brand new, I hope Michael, brand new parents. I hope Michael Che really takes the mickey out of being a dad on him. Aw. I can't imagine how much fun he's going to make of <laughs> Colin Jost for being Scarlett Johansson's baby daddy. Baby daddy. Yep, because Scarlett, she's two months younger than me. Her -hmm. birthday's in November, and Colin, I think uh, he's he's thirty nine, and he's just he's so he's he's thrilled. I mean, they haven't they haven't announced if it's boy or girl. They haven't announced the name, but it was just announced that they had the baby, and it was just everyone's like, "What?" Because it was literally announced less than forty eight hours ago that they were expecting. So everyone's like, "Power to you, man!" Keeping this whole thing under wraps the whole time. No, I'm I'm all and Scarlett's fighting for her rights and. It, it's moving forward with the rights of actors and artists when it's going streaming and movies are being released there and not in the theaters mm-hmm. or if it's streaming and being released at the same time. And what that does is just the money and the movie star world is, is so drastically changing and so quickly. Mm-hmm. And COVID expedited that. I mean, it was yes. kind of heading that way anyway. But then COVID was like, bam. And every, everyone is just in uncharted territory trying what to figure I, all this out. What I do think is interesting is there are now, because of COVID, there are a lot of movies that would formerly get like buried on a direct-to-DVD or direct-to-television mm-hmm. release that mm-hmm. are now available digitally. Digitally. Because of COVID, people consumed. Yeah. Like work that actors would probably be like, please, I hope nobody ever, I hope sees, no one this. ever sees this. Everybody's <laughs> seen it now. Um, yeah. And as yeah. a result, things like Breach, like that movie I was talking about, people are going to end up consuming. And you're just like, man, actors just take paydays because you never know when it's going to be over. Yeah, that's true. And unless you can work out some kind of sweet uh, distribution or producer deal as an actor, you're only as good as your next paycheck. Yeah. And 
Uh, I uh, more power Scarlet trying to fight Disney is um, that is oh god it's that's an unconquerable fight that yeah I remember so when I first booked General Hospital I mean I'm 22 years old I was so excited to be there got the and mouse I knew on the a check, lot man. but I, yeah I did not know that Disney owned ABC like for some reason that they own ESPN I did not too. know then. And I got my first paycheck from General Hospital, and there's Mickey Mouse on my check. And I was like, what is Mickey Mouse doing on my pretty cool. General Hospital paycheck? He's in the upper corner, upper right corner. He's kind of, you know, doing a thing. <laughs> and he's on all the checks. Yeah. And I just remember going, The House of Mouse. Huh? Because I had also just turned down. I was, I was offered the role of Tinkerbell at Disneyland flying through the fireworks. Because <laughs> um, I was up for Jasmine in the Aladdin Jasmine at the Hyperion, and they, it wound up going to the other girl. But they said, "But hey, uh, you're the right size. You're the right size, <laughs> and you've got the personality. Go, go, do this." And so I, I, I auditioned and met with it. And the the final the final like audition at that time was they put you in the helmet because it's not a wig. You're if, when you're that Tinkerbell, it's not a wig. It's a helmet that looks like hair, uh, just because you're, you're flying, flying around fireworks. the fireworks. And I got to put on the outfit, see how it fit. And I got to be harnessed and I got to like go up there like, this is so cool. And I had just booked General Hospital and they said I had to choose. And again, this was before I knew Disney owned ABC. So once I realized that they owned it, I was like, well, why the heck? What? I would have been working for Disney anyway. So why were they more flexible and being like, yeah, you can be like one of three Tinkerbells, which is kind of what they do anyway. And if I had to shoot one day, then... they're and I just that, I remember that, that all that all hit me that one day when I looked at that check going, Mickey Mouse is on this check. Yeah. Wait a second. House of Hold Mouse. Hold on. <laughs> House of Mouse. But yes, that is that is a job. I do not have many regrets of like, oh, I should have. But that would have been fun to take, <sighs> and just even for nine months or a year, yeah. been Tinkerbell in the That's fireworks. Really cool, but it's so cool. But I went out there to act, and I booked General Hospital, and that was my. They made me choose, so I chose. I would say you made the right choice. Yeah, no, I, I did. But it's, it would have been really fun. I imagine the it people who are running really the fun. pyrotechnics, no offensive to them, no offense to them. I imagine they're not um, at the height of their career running those pyrotechnics. Oh. So I imagine it's pretty dangerous. There's I have, a, re- I have there's a reason why that's a helmet. who worked at... Yeah, <laughs> there is a reason that's a helmet. I have several friends who really worked at Disney and became like Disney... People, career, Disney Park career mm-hmm. people, or Universal Park career people. They don't take care of you. They don't. I mean, they love their jobs, their family. They have each other's back. The cast the take cast. care of each other. Yeah, but, but the, the park corporation and the management. And the park. Well, they couldn't. You're replaceable. You're yeah. imminently replaceable. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it, it's a hard. That's a hard schedule and to travel like that, and it's not huge pay. And so, I mean, I, I still think it would have been fun to do though. And then eight or nine years later. They called me in again for uh, the shortlist to be Jasmine oh, to be in the last no. run oh, of right, the I remember that. And I was like, I was like, absolutely. And I hung up and in my head. I was like, they do know I'm like nine years older now, right? And I went I in. I mean, I imagine so. And I, the director was the same. The choreographer was different. And someone else was the same. And they were like, you look exactly the same. You do? And I was like, oh, thanks. Hi, guys. And I didn't get it again. I really thought I was going to get it that time. But they went with the other girl. It yeah. was between me and the other girl at the end. She's, was she taller? Uh, she was. Just, yeah. just like the well, littlest bit. Hey the man. littlest bit. Um, the thing is, is taller at your curves, like if she's curvy in the, a similar way that you were, just a little bit taller. I don't remember. Would read 
would just reads very differently at distance. But in the second callback, I remember they had me re-sing A Whole New World and they told me to take out all vibrato. And I remember being like... Gotta sing it clean, it's Disney. How do you take out all vibrato from A Whole New World? Even Leia Salonga has some vibrato and she's jazz, like she's the Jasmine. How do you take out all vibrato? But I did, I did, you know, because that's what you were supposed to do. But I remember thinking, that's so strange. And I wore this, you know, teal blue dress thing. It was a teal sweater the first time and a teal dress the second time. But it just, oh, our stories. The Disney. stories that we have. Disney. Not to get crazy political, and I don't want to go into a whole thing, but I okay. just do need to mention how heartbroken and heartsick I am over everything happening in Afghanistan, the earthquake in Haiti. Just it is the pain around the world right now. Yeah. On top of COVID and everything that's happening, there's just everything is feeling very broken, and my heart just it feels very heavy for the world right now. It's hard. And I just want to send out love. I realize that does like kind of nothing, but I just want to send well, out... T's and P's, thoughts and prayers? Here's the thing. Yeah, but no, like I, I want to... Like, more than that, but okay. yes. So let's I just, raise some money for some people. I just... My heart my heart breaks. And a, a bunch of... Um, Af- the Afghanistan refugees who got out landed at Dulles today. Oh, cool. And... I mean, not cool well, for them that they have to abandon their country, but I'm glad we're no, at least I know, but welcome in. and and you know we we hope you're you're safe and can rebuild your lives here. And I just I hope you're allowed to rebuild your lives here. Yeah, yeah. They're just they're. I'm not gonna get super into it or super I mean, dark. I don't. But just I don't know things. that it's not. I don't know that it's political to say that the collapse of the Afghani government into the Taliban, uh, like. That's not political. I mean, they're all saying things of like this is happening just before the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Look out, get ready. Like all these like it's in. But that's not political. (sighs) I don't know that that's political. I think the fact that we did. Just human evil. Well, okay. So (sighs) we did a really bad job there. Yeah. Um, Not just from the perspective of why are we invading Afghanistan to begin with? But um Nobody who's ever invaded Afghanistan has been able to hold it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if uh, the neighbors, Soviet Russia, weren't able to occupy Afghanistan and control it because we armed the Mujahideen who became the Taliban and they fought off the Soviets, why do we think that because we just partnered with the Taliban to get rid of Al-Qaeda that Taliban was going to work with us to help prop up the Afghani people. They were never going to. They're tribal lords. They're living 1,500 years ago. I know, those poor women. The women and the girls. I mean, the men too, everybody, but the everybody. women, the women and the and the girls. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's sad, but it's... um, We, it, we, we spent $2 trillion uh, on that war. In Afghanistan, mm-hmm. we spent eighty-eight billion dollars on propping up the Afghani military. Um, I listened to one of my political podcasts, and they asked the question: "Where did that eighty-eight billion dollars go?" Where'd it go? And you know where it went? It mm-hmm. went to military contractors. It went to weapons salespeople, and it went to people whose job it is to make money off people suffering. It didn't go to the Afghani people mm-hmm. to to prop them up. It went to some Afghani people whose job it was to profit. That's not political. That's a broken system. Yeah. And my heart breaks for 
My heart just breaks for everybody yeah. here right now. It and really, really does. I mean, Haiti never recovered from the from the first from the hurricane. Uh, yeah, the and then, then they got hit with a seven point two magnitude earthquake, and, and the death counts up to what fifteen? And it didn't. 100? Didn't they just lose their president to an assassination? They did, and then the wife died. But I didn't know the wife had died. Yeah, I ju- it's just the things going on in the world right now. It feels surreal. I will say. And then it does make you go, why am I upset about something that's going on in my life right now? No, you're allowed to be upset, but just remember how... The state of the world. Just remember how lucky you are. Right. That's what I was saying. How lucky you are. But coming at it from a positive place as opposed to a place of self-judgment for how can I complain. To be fair, 99% of the time I do come from a place of optimism (laughs) and all of that, but there is that 1% that comes through where I just get crazy hard on myself. Be the light. Yeah. Be the light. <laughs> now you sound like sneakers. Be a beacon. Well, I guess. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I just but, made me think of that. I love that movie. Um, um, but then to flip it and say something happy on the art side, did you see the video of the first rehearsal for Waitress of the Opening Number no, this I didn't. week? The joy in that room of the cast together for the first time since this pandemic hit, rehearsing the opening number. It just... There's no way you can't smile. It's just, I'll have to you watch just, it. everybody, everybody is so, you know, we, and we have a connection with Sarah. So it's just to see one, her, but then everybody else. It's just, it's pure joy. Lion King released their first rehearsal of the opening number also. And just to see the sheer joy of these casts coming back together and creating art and getting ready for Broadway to open. I hope it reopens. I hope it does too. Delta. I know. Delta variant. We'll man. see. I am getting my third booster. No, or, third no booster. I, I'm, I'm getting, getting my third shot. The booster, booster shot. slash third vaccine on Monday because of the Crohn's and being 30 weeks pregnant. Uh, I am part of that first group who can do it. Most people, you have to wait eight months since you did it and then do it. Yep. Um, and I reached out to all my doctors yesterday saying, hey, what do you think? And... I've gotten, there's only one person I haven't heard from yet. Everybody else was like 100% yes to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing it on Monday. So I may be down and out for a day or two, but I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled I'm getting it. I got to I gotta protect me and I got to protect little nugget. Little, little lady and get her yeah. as many antibodies as I can. And that'll make my breast milk even stronger for when I give some to Lila when I'm pumping extra for her so she can get a little something because she Just can't get that, the vaccine. Put that in her cereal. Put it in her cereal. I'll put it in her Rice Krispies. She can have it in her little coffee cup. You know, oh, it's perfect. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll froth it and make a cappuccino. Perfect. Well. She'll love it. <laughs> Breast milk. <laughs> hey, you tasted it. I make really yummy, yummy breast milk. Um, I really do. We're okay. We're here now. <laughs> great. <laughs> awesome. You, you and Kathy, the two of you tasted it. It's delicious. It was. It, it was quite good. It tasted just like. Cantaloupe? I That's what they say on Friends. Yeah, it's very cantaloupe. No, it's it very cantaloupe it juicy. Fruity. Definitely it definitely a fruity, has a fruity, a fruity sweetness yeah. to it. I remember Kathy, she tasted it with a cookie and she took a sip and then she looks at me and she goes, oh my God. Really, that's good. That's like really good. And I was like, thanks, I made it myself. It wasn't <laughs> vegan, Kathy. <laughs> Kathy, if you're listening, it wasn't vegan. Uh-oh. Animal Uh-oh. byproducts. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's breast milk. It's different. I am always curious about that though in the vegan community. Well, if somebody but else, it's the mother, I mean, but if know. somebody else tries your breast milk, that's not vegan. Interesting. It's not your kid. That's best friend, me, best friend, breast friend. That's breast friendship. Ba-dum-ching. 
And on that note. And on that note, I love you. I love you too, I'm going to cut your hair. Sounds I'm good. I'm going to eat my s'more. Enjoy it. Thank you. I'm very excited. Good. And thank you all for tuning in. Like you say. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewall. And, and this, this has been, been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. And remember, Black Lives Matter. Yes. Uh, love is love. Love is love is love. Take care of each other. Yes. Pray for the people of Afghanistan. Yes. And my goodness, yes. to your Congress people. Donate if you can. If you can't donate money, donate food, donate clothing. Do anything you these can to people, help anybody. These people are our neighbors. Even if they are on an island in the sea or on the other side of the world, they are neighbors. They share this planet with us. So let's take care of them. And happy birthday, Jason! <laughs> Thanks. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.